Okay. Uh, well, before we get into the like origin stories or the missions and maybe even before we introduce ourselves here, there's something I really want to know. We just sort of slid plug tone onto the onto the internet without really telling anybody what it was initially. <laughs> so I've gotten the question a lot of what's up with plug tone? What is plug tone? You know, and my answer has certainly evolved, but I'm curious if you two have gotten that question and even more curious what your answer is. Well, <laughs> I've certainly gotten that question quite a bit. Um, <clears throat> honestly, I kind of like not answering it because like things take on a life of their own and it became well, that's this, terrible like, promotion, Devin. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to be transparent. What is plug tone? I can't tell you. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm going to tell you. I just like not. I just before I tell you, I want to make clear that I like not telling you. <laughs> You're um, playing hard to get. with these Yeah. People. yeah. <laughs> well, just because like things have it's taken a life on its own in some ways. And I mean, honestly, my answer may not even help explain it even more but i just i see it as kind of like just a collection of the best of the best in terms of you know audio in the outdoor industry so like the justice league of the outdoor audio world and i also just see it as the future like standard and gold like practices for podcasts in the outdoor world and that sounds like super egotistical but i that is the goal that i had in mind when I like started working on this with Chris and Mario and, and everyone else. So that's what I'd like it to be. Um, and that's really what I think it is now, to be honest. But yeah, we're going to we're going to get the rest of the world to believe us, too. You just like said the greatest answer and now I'm supposed to follow that up with something that I say? What the heck? <laughs> well, he man? said he wasn't going to say an answer. So just ignore it like it didn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Okay. perfect, in, perfect. Yeah. Redacted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I usually people are like, what is that? Because it doesn't have a traditionally outdoorsy name. And I think that is kind of interesting. And I'm glad it's like that. So it's not like the Outdoor Collective and like all the other brands that are out there. Um, so I love that. And so there's a little bit of confusion from folks. But then just sharing that it's an outdoor podcast collective, um, the first. And um, I'm excited about where we're going to go and that we're really aiming to tell stories that aren't being told and not the mm -hmm. same things that we hear over and over again from outdoor media that we're all kind of like rolling our eyes at secretly and maybe not so secretly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sort of the same way. You know, initially I just said, oh, it's basically just a club. But then, you know, now I that's how I explain it as well. Like, oh, we're a, we're a collective of podcasters that wants to tell the stories that that nobody's hearing, you know, the stories that aren't being told. Mm -hmm. Those are what's important. So that's what we want to do. Yeah. And I think an important component of that is also acknowledging that we don't have all the stories that need to be told and just yeah, helping totally. other people have the platform and resources necessary to tell their stories that aren't being told. There's a lot of nepotism isn't the right word, maybe, but just in the way that things like the stories and like media that gets propped up in the outdoors is focused around a very small group of people that have a very small window or like mindset of what is considered great or entertaining and rock climbing or, you know, 
hiking or whatever outdoor sport. And so just, I think posturing us as like, we don't have all the answers and like, we don't have all the stories. Um, you do, the community does. I, I think that's probably the most important thing about this that makes me feel good about even saying that we're telling the stories that aren't being told, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's introduce ourselves before we talk about what plug tone is so people know who we're talking to here and since you won't stop talking Devin, i'm just gonna jump over to emily and let her introduce herself first dude mute him gosh <laughs> deserved deserved uh, <laughs> uh yeah i am emily holland i um go by she her pronouns i'm currently in boulder colorado and I'm a podcast strategist, consultant, and coach, and I'm a rock climber and a hiker and runner and sometimes a skier. That's a little bit harder for me, but we're trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In general, pop culture enthusiast um, and big, maybe number one, Ariana Grande super fan, I guess. So those are my main characteristics. <laughs> Awesome. I love it. And um, you also had, you've hosted several podcasts or co-hosted podcasts. Um, Tell us a little about those. Yeah. So I co-produced and co-hosted a podcast called The Stoke Cast starting in 2018 with Jonathan Ronzio. And that's how Chris and I got connected because you were on the show. And that was interviewing um, outdoor athletes and entrepreneurs and activists and artists, all kinds of outdoor folks, just about their journey through life, long form style interview. And that was really fun. We did that for two and a half, maybe almost three years. And then um, in the last year of that, I got sober and was looking for sober stories being consistently told from the outdoor community perspective. And there was a lot of like one-off stories being told here and there. And I really appreciated those. But um, I was looking for something that had a little bit more consistency to it to speak to those types of stories. So I created um, Nature Untold podcast, which shares those types of stories of sobriety, recovery, and addiction in the outdoor community at large. Awesome. Uh, Devin, talk to me. But keep this shit short. Yeah, like, can you cut him off at 30 seconds? <laughs> oh, man, dude, that's so short. God. Um, okay, well, hi, I'm Devin. <laughs> he, him, pronouns. Um, right now, I'm mostly a um, music producer, uh, freelance writer, and a podcast producer. Previously, I worked, and and really still am working in the climbing industry as a lot of different things, as a route setter, a youth coach. Um, pretty much everything except a gym owner. And um, I work on three podcasts currently. I work on uh, the American Climbing Project, which is my podcast um, that's focused on discussing different community issues in rock climbing. Right now we're talking about race and racism and its impact on climbing, but it will the topic will shift uh, as the years go on. Um, and I also work on Hip Hop Taught Me Everything with Chris. And I am currently right now producing a podcast here in Indianapolis called Headwaters that is focused on teaching people about water quality and the different things in um, in the world that affect water quality and what we can do to protect our local watershed. So all over the board. <laughs> yeah. And you, you mentioned that you're a music producer. You've made music for a bunch of the podcasts in the outdoor industry and um, music that folks use in their 
videos and all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for for mentioning that outside of my 30-second limit so I can talk for 30 more seconds. Um, because, <laughs> yeah, because uh, that is another thing that I'm really passionate about. I would actually say music is like my number one passion. I just, I always forget to mention it just because it, I kind of take it for granted in that sense of like, yeah, this is my thing. But yeah, I've made music for the Lattice podcast and Average Climber podcast, uh, Dirtbag State of Mind, a, cu- a bunch of podcasts. Um, yeah. Do you remember our first collaboration? Do you remember what that was? It had to have been the the Access Fund commercial. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one with Alex Honnold where we had a bunch of like crusty old white dudes tell us that hip hop and climbing don't go together. Exactly. And I'm like, dude, like yeah. climbing is literally the most hip hop thing that I can think of besides hip hop. But okay, bro. <laughs> um, but yeah, I it's so funny thinking back on that and how how I possibly could have thought they were right of like, man, yeah, maybe they're right. Maybe climbing and hip hop don't go together, but God, I'm, I'm glad you remember that. That was so huge for me. Yeah, that was, so I'm, I'm Chris Hampton and I've been, uh, started by making music in the climbing industry a long time ago. And the access fund reached out and asked me to make a commercial for them, Mm -hmm. a rap for them. And I reached out to Devin to have him make the beat. And we created this thing that then Alex Honnold <laughs> acted in, in the, in the final commercial, actually. So it was um, fun, really fun. And then Devin and I have collaborated a bunch over the years. Um, I started the power company podcast eons ago. I now also work on the breaking beta podcast and, uh, hip hop taught me everything and who knows how many other ideas um, <laughs> for podcasts that I can force myself to work on. But uh, I'm a climbing coach and really am just addicted to making things and to collaborating. So that's that's sort of how this whole thing came about. I had been doing the Power Company podcast for a bunch of years, was looking for a way to use that platform to put other voices on um, and I had been talking a lot with Devin and Mario and I just felt like a takeover or handing over the platform was a little disingenuous and didn't quite really make sense. Um, and, and also, you know, forced someone to figure it out for themselves, which I'm not necessarily always a big fan of. Um, and, and just putting their episodes onto my channel while helpful didn't seem like enough. Um, and I'd watched other networks like Radiotopia and Gimlet and Pushkin all operate um, with this shared ethos. And I'd seen their shows propel each other forward, mm-hmm. which I really liked. Uh, and then I saw one of my favorite rapper podcasters, Open Mike Eagle, start a podcast network focused mostly on hip hop, which was Stony Island audio. And because I'd built my entire coaching business on the model of an independent hip hop label, I thought, Oh shit, why can't I just start a network? You know, why does Mm -hmm. this have to just be a club? Let's, let's start an actual network, um, turn this into a thing. And but I don't do sponsorships on my podcast. Devin doesn't really do ads. So our financial model was kind of shit. (laughs) Wasn't really (laughs) going to work. You didn't think that was going to (laughs) work. So on a call that lasted until like 2 a.m. in the morning, my time. So damn near sunrise for Devin. Yeah. um, We talked through some ways to turn this into 
not only a collective that we could support a bunch of podcasts, but also uh, a viable business. Mm-hmm. Um, I had had lunch many summers ago or a couple of summers ago with my friend James Edward Mills, um, one of the first podcasters in the climbing space, um, who also happens to be a black man. And he impressed upon me the importance of providing a way in for the communities who don't readily see themselves in climbing mm-hmm. um, or in the outdoors in general, for that matter. And I could see Plug Tone being not only a place someone could go to hear those stories that they could relate to, but also a place for those same voices to get their foot in the outdoor industry door mm-hmm. um, with support for how to navigate it once that door is open. Um so that's kind of the origin story of how Devin and I came into this thing. But Emily, we don't even have a clue yeah. where you came from or <laughs> which arc um, are you from? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Somewhere in the multiverse, Emily exists. And oh, my gosh. We got Chris to make a reference to something comic book. So right? I told you, it's dude, the last one. It's a war of attrition. I'm just going to wear you. I didn't say this in my introduction, y'all, but I'm a huge comic book anime like nerd so i will make lots of <laughs> references and i will not be sorry and hopefully you enjoy them <laughs> victory <laughs> how did you how did you hear about plug tone and how did you get involved emily yeah well i just have been following along with whatever you do chris and <laughs> in hopes there was eventually an opportunity for me to just weasel my way into a project that you're working on and I saw Plug Tone and I was like, hey, I work in podcasts. They're doing something cool over there. And I just reached out and was wondering about what you guys were trying to create. And I just never left after that. So, um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I, um, and I appreciate you guys being willing to take in a a random uh, person to your meetings. Yeah, no, and I just, I saw that there's like this great opportunity and um, need for podcasters to have a place to come together, especially in the outdoor space, because it is so like niche and still relatively small in in the realm of podcasting world. Mm-hmm. Um, but that there's so many podcasting people doing great things that there needed to be a place for people to come together and really feel like, they had a support system and that they could hopefully get resources allocated to them um, and have people really like invested in what they're doing, not just like, you know, our, our consistent fans that listen to our shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really cool. And then me coming from, I would say, more of like a corporate business background, I was also like, well, there's a great opportunity to work with brands to help tell these stories. And we have a hand in that, too. So what's, what's that word you like? Synergy? I love that. I love an ecosystem. We love it. We love circling back. Oh, Action items. Ooh. Ooh, I could go for days. Uh, and it's not even ironic because I actually used all of those words in real life um, only less than a year ago. <laughs> so that's how I weaseled my way in. Um, and I'm so glad I did. So glad to be a part of it. Yeah, so are we. I mean... <laughs> Devin and I would just talk hip hop constantly and we would get nothing done (laughs) if it weren't for you. Um, You Mm. definitely keep this thing on track. Yeah. Right. A hundred percent. I mean, I do want to say that for whoever's listening, because while Emily will underplay herself dramatically so, um, (laughs) 
She and Devin like, will overplay himself dramatically. So. <laughs> Only when we're recording in real life. If you know me in real life, you know I'm totally not like this. But, but yeah, like I mean, Emily is just so I don't I don't know how we would. Well, we literally couldn't do this without her, just because of the the like sense of of um, of structure and like and like planning for the future and like just being organized and and also being creative and having. Uh, really cool ideas. I mean, yeah, literally couldn't do this without you. So I'm glad you're And here. already being connected in the ways that she is, because I think you and I have our own connections that we've built over a lot of years right. in our own relationships. But I'm moving more in the like direction of an old curmudgeon. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> Emily brings a lot of relationships and connections and understanding of the current climate that I think I do not have at all. So I agree with Devin. We couldn't yeah. do this thing without you. Yeah. This is great. Can we ha- do this every week? You guys just say how great I am. And yeah, I'll just, I'll just play this back for you every week. We've already recorded it. it once. We don't need to do it anymore. <laughs> Damn. I mean, but seriously though, yeah. And, and actually you make a good point. I think that one thing about the three of us, much less the the rest of a collective. But I think one thing about the three of us that's really cool is that we all have different kinds of connections. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like Chris is mostly connected to, like, all of the big names that we would think of in the climbing world. Um, and, and, like, I'm probably, I'm more connected to, like, the community. And, like, I know a lot of people in different places. So I'm I'm more, like, a degree separate from just about anybody Um, and I think that just like being friends with a lot of people is my strength and like, you know, having connections that way, but yeah. And then you have Emily who has a totally different connection, um, to the outdoor industry and also a different perspective because of your corporate background. It's really cool to be working with you two, much less the rest of the collective, which I don't know if we've said at all who else is in it, but I mean, it's probably, probably not good to say it because it's going to keep growing, but. Yeah, it's going to grow over time. We've got a we've got a great collection of shows that um, some are friends of ours, some are folks whose podcasts we've listened to and collectively decided we we really want to reach out to this person and you know get them involved. Their mission is similar to ours, um, and we do plan on growing this thing over time and you know trying to support more of the voices who are telling the important stories Mm -hmm. that we aren't hearing, um, the people making good quality podcasts and, and trying to consistently, uh, help their community. So, um, it's definitely going to grow. Um, let's talk a little about the, the mission of this thing, this, this whole thing. Um, you know, I think number one, you know, we're trying to, like we said, tell those stories that aren't being told and and give the voices that don't have a platform or know where to start some sort of support. Um, we have a sort of our tagline, um, you know, Devin and I both come from a hip hop background. We're always working with words. Emily has a copywriting background. So we all care a lot about how we say things and Uh, the tagline we eventually settled on was rooted outdoors, exploring inward, expanding outward. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that really says a lot about what we're doing here. You know, we, we all are 
based in this outdoor community, but we're also looking inward, trying to be more vulnerable, trying to understand um, our own selves and people as a, you know, as a collective. And then we're also looking outward, you know, that's where mm-hmm. things like the hip hop taught me everything podcasts come in that Devin and I do. And um, just trying to expand what this outdoor culture means. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just, I love that so much because Oh, well, my favorite part of that uh, motto is the expanding outward part, because I, I think like it's important for me and all of us to reserve the right to grow and change, you know, like, mm-hmm. I mean, American Climbing Project is not always going to squarely focus on race, you know, like we're not always going to make climbing related material, um, but that right. doesn't make us not climbers, you know, Um and yeah, I just think that that's so important. And I think that's a lesson that really the climbing community at large uh, hasn't quite absorbed yet is that climbing is so much bigger than we're treating it right now. You know, like we're treating climbing like kind of like a baby and it's a grown ass human, you know, <laughs> it has mm-hmm. a lot of depth and a potential to expand and explore. And we're just still focused on, you know, the superficial um perception of it and i'm not saying everyone is but i just think <clears throat> i think reserving the right to have that growth and and pointing everyone towards it is going to make climbing just that much better you know and outdoor activities in general too right like it goes beyond just climbing it's kind of yeah. like climbing is a great example of every single other culture that's yeah. like within the outdoor yep. space too um it's not unique in that way even though it feels really unique you know and I think the other thing too that's really cool about the expanding outward piece is that with the podcasts that are in the collective and that will continue to be in the collective as we grow is that they need to be able to serve a purpose, like in a community. They need to be serving Mm -hmm. the community in some way, Mm -hmm. whether that's educational, humor, like, um, you know, bringing to bear larger stories that are like more community-based issues, like your Mm -hmm. podcast, Evan, like, that is where we want to play the most. So we're not like, yeah. interested in like the the guy goes to try hard stuff, right? What is this line, Devin, that you have? Guys oh, goes to try hard stuff. Shirtless white guy goes to try. hard, yeah. I, yeah, it's like we're not interested. And it's not about the shirtless white guy part. It's about the like, the thing alone is not interesting. It needs to serve a greater purpose and you need to come back to the community and share why it does um, create a bigger purpose. Yeah. Yeah. This, this collective feels like a, just a natural part of my evolution as a, uh, someone telling stories in the outdoors. Um, you know, my podcast started as I'm going to talk to pro athletes and, uh, professional coaches and we're going to learn all we can about how to get better at climbing. And that took, you know, four episodes. And then I'm like, all right, what's next? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, and I want to tell the deeper stories, you know, what it is that makes people, you know, love this thing and interact with this thing. And why do people try their hardest instead of, you know, how do you get stronger fingers? Yeah. Um, That stuff is far more interesting to me. And I've, and I've gone that direction with the podcast. I mean, I still want to talk about getting stronger fingers now and then, you know? Yeah. But I also want to tell these bigger stories. And this feels like a way that not only, you know, can I tell those stories, but I can also give a platform 
uh, to the voices who understand these stories far better than I do because they're living them. Um, so instead of just an interview, we can let these people actually tell their stories. And for me, that's one of the biggest, most important parts of this. Yeah. And, and I just want to emphasize that it, like what you just said, it isn't that I don't think that getting strong or trying difficult things is interesting in its own way. It's just that when I look at what makes climbing special to me and all the different ways that you can like be a part of a culture, that that is such a small portion of it, yet it represents 99% of what is talked about in the climbing world. It's always yeah. the hardest, most dangerous, least accessible thing. And that's just not that doesn't encapsulate rock climbing, you know, and, and I use climbing just because that's my sport, but that, that could go for just about any, any sport, you know? Um, so yeah, I just want to emphasize that. Yeah. I too really like training, actually like training hard and like pushing myself is probably one of my favorite things about rock climbing. Um, for sure. and I got hyped up on the dosage videos just like everybody else did when I started climbing. But at a certain point it's like, okay, but what about like, yeah, I don't know. What about someone who uses climbing as therapy? What about someone who uses climbing as a way to meet friends or uses right. it as like a vacation and they don't want to try hard and that's totally valid, you know? I mean, there's just there's as many angles to the outdoors as there are people and we are literally getting one. So that's I just want to emphasize that that I too love to train, but I also want to talk about other stuff. <laughs> and you can too. Yeah, yeah. And and with your with our help, you too can prevent overemphasis on training. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and part of this part of what Plug Tone is going to be doing is trying to help brands also tell their stories mm -hmm. and you know, there are lots of brands out there who have really interesting, yeah. really fantastic stories. We've been talking with a lot of the outdoor brands and and we've all three been blown away by some of the stories they've told us that aren't getting told. Mm -hmm. And as a as a small business owner myself, you know, one of my pain points is not being able to explain in depth the things that we're making. And I have a podcast where I can do yeah. that. Um and podcasts are just the perfect medium to go really in depth to tell the human stories behind the the products or you know whatever it is that these these small businesses are doing these brands are doing and and I really want to help tell those stories as well. Yeah, that's a really cool part of this whole thing is like bringing together the brands that we know and love with the people stories that we're really excited and passionate about. Yeah. yeah. And just, um, yeah, I mean, like you said, Chris, I mean, we haven't even really been doing this formally with brands for like, what, two or three months. We've been having conversations with different outdoor brands. And yeah, like just in that short period of time of meeting once with all these different um, organizations, we have like a, a myriad of stories that we could tell. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, just things and things that they were excited to talk about, too. I keep saying in my head, it's just like, like being a, an audio version of Louder Than Eleven or like just some form of getting um, unique perspectives and like, yeah, I don't know, just expanding upon what it means to make, you know, media or entertainment for the outdoor industry. And I don't know if I've said this yet, but I also have like a, you know, a selfish goal uh, of just 
pushing, upping the bar in terms of what is considered acceptable for, for like audio entertainment. Like I don't want it to be um, okay to not have good audio quality or to not like, um, how do I phrase this? I'm, I don't want to say that. Like, you don't want it to be okay to forget your mic when you're coming to a conversation. Listen, yeah. listen. <laughs> I don't okay. want it to be okay to have your audio sound like it comes out of a McDonald's speaker. <laughs> and and yeah, like, no. Yeah. no, no, I and and I don't know. I don't want to say that I I'm not meaning that I have the best like I know what's good for everyone, but I just what I'm trying to get at is I want people to be more intentional about the content that they put out there. It needs to be more difficult than just putting on a microphone and just talking. Um it needs to be more than just yeah, like regurgitating or having the same pro athlete on every podcast when whenever something they do happens, or uh, I don't know. That well, I, I think you know. Yeah. I think as a as a business owner who's you know constantly trying to figure out the best way to continue making money, to continue existing in this economy, you know, and in this social media world where attention is so quick to shift, mm-hmm. um, there's constant thought of how can i how can i tell the things i need to tell really quickly get them out there make them consumable um and then you move on to the next thing that yeah. seems to be what happens like oh, i i really love this thing i've put so much thought into and i really want to tell people about it but then tomorrow it's like oh i got to move on to the next money making thing yeah um and and i think we've forgotten that we're all human here and we want to hear the stories. We want to know, you know, what were the conversations around this? How did this come to be? Um, you know, what was your forward thinking? We've mm-hmm. heard we've heard from one brand in particular whose forward thinking is mind boggling and yeah. nobody knows about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. So those are the things I want to tell, the things that get lost in the cycle of how do I sell the thing I made as opposed to how do I tell the the story behind this thing? You know, I think that's what's so important. And I think that's, you know, that's one of the things you can expect from this channel. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to be, you're going to be hearing uh, curated themed um, months from some of our, our collective members um, that are, pieces from podcasts that are within our collective. Um, you're going to be hearing entirely new series that we're going to make or creative projects that we have that we don't really have a home for. You know, there are lots of things I want to make that don't really fit in the power company podcast model. Mm -hmm. And I I know the same with both of you. There are things you want to make that don't fit onto your current podcasts. And, um, and that's the same with all of our collective members and all the people that we'll be bringing in. And I'm sure there are lots of people listening that have ideas they also want to put out there in audio form. And maybe you have one thing you want to put out there. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to start a whole podcast yourself. Reach out to us. You know, I think that's what this channel is for. Um, anything else from you two about what's going to be happening on this channel? Um. <clears throat> maybe not the channel. I was just curious if we could talk a little more about like the the members and how we select people to be a part of it, but we can save that for the next part. Emily, do you have anything you want to say about the channel? I mean, Chris, you pretty much said what I would say. 
Yeah, I mean, just expect like an Ari- Ar- Ariana Grande taught me everything, a couple episodes. and But like besides that, I don't have anything to add. No. <laughs> I'm definitely going to do some, you know, the thing that I've been thinking about today is the 10 most gangster moments in all of my anime watching. I could make a podcast about that. <laughs> Dude, the oh. 10 even, most gangster moments yes, in dude. all of my anime. Uh, yeah, dude, watching. you think it you think there's no substance there, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I could run with that shit. Um but but Coming yeah, I, soon. I mean, dude, like <laughs> I do think it's important though, like with at the risk of it sounding like disorganized, I think it is important to have a space for experimentation and expansion, you know? Like yeah. I don't think that yeah. Um, I mean, Chris, you already said this, so forgive me, but just, I don't, not everything I want to make fits American Climbing Project. And sometimes I have like one silly idea, like the one I just told you. Um, and I just want to make one little like 20 minute special about it, uh, because it's something I'm psyched about and something that maybe not everybody will think is worthwhile, but maybe a couple of climbers will actually, I think more climbers are into anime than you two may realize. I think there's a lot of them. (laughs) I wish everyone could have seen Devin's face when he was saying that. I think that, yeah, I'm doing the, like, the Daenerys Targaryen, like, uh, you know that meme where she's got her eyes scrunched up? That's what I'm doing, uh, just so that y'all can picture it. (laughs) Yeah, and like I said, I think if if you have those ideas, you know, one-off things you want to do or short series you want to make or something like that, and you're super interested in it. We are going to have space here uh, in the collective. Um, We've got this channel that's going to be a place for some experimentation. Um, You wanted to talk a little about it, Devin. Why don't you tell folks how we, how we're going to go about choosing how to add people to the collective, how to add shows to the collective going forward? Yeah. um, Yeah. I think that, um, you know, ultimately, I mean, this goes without saying, I guess, but we want to find people that um, that agree with our like message and goals and our values. Right. That they may be creating something um, and it doesn't necessarily matter what it's about. The, The thing that matters is their intent behind it and what their focus is. Like if they're focused on the community, if they're focused on making something for, you know, the outdoor community and giving back to the community and, and that they're, um, that they're interested in like advocating for the most marginalized members of our, um, of our communities outdoors or otherwise. Um, but other than that, I mean, the first few podcasts, I mean, these were just people that we already knew. And, um, it was really kind of just like a wish list, honestly, like, <laughs> like I told Chris who I wanted, <laughs> you know, like if, if I had one wish, you know, like who I would put on the collective and we've been slowly amassing everyone on my wish list. I think we have one person that is not that we don't have yet, but we're working on it. But, um, yeah, other than that, um, there's definitely like, like I said, there needs to be the component of caring about the community and doing something for the community. Um, but they also need to be someone who is psyched to prop up their teammates. I think that's probably the most important part once you're in the collective is just like that you're psyched on what everyone else is doing. And that when Emily puts out an episode of her podcast that you're you're going to share it and tell all your friends, because that's also part of what makes this sound look awesome. <clears throat> is just that group synergy of 
wow, whenever one person puts out something, they all get psyched. And like all of these people are really good at podcasts. So if they're psyched about it, then I should listen to it, even if it's not something I would typically listen to. Um, do you two have anything to add to that? Very Maybe rough Emily can give the actual details of how this might work someday. <laughs> Because y'all forgot it. We know. We know y'all forgot it. <laughs> oh, no. um, yeah, but moving forward, what we'll do is we'll sort of have, of course, you can reach out in the interim, but we'll probably work off of this process um, anyways. But essentially, we'll have like open application periods in which you can apply to be part of P- Plug Tone as a podcaster. And this is if you already have a podcast or if you want to start a podcast. Mm-hmm. And essentially, the three of us will narrow down um, the people on that list. And um, again, they have to really hit all of the main points of our mission and vision and um, making something for the community. And then it'll be put up to a, a vote to the collective and they'll have final say and it needs to be unanimous to be getting into the collective. Um, and we're doing that because we want everyone to have you know, a say in the future of, of plug tone audio, um, everyone that's already involved with it. So that is what the process looks like. And then as you come in, obviously we'll welcome you and you agree to those, those values. Um, and we take it from there and support the heck out of you. Yeah. Yeah. And we're, we're also hoping to open up some scholarship, um, opportunities Mm -hmm. for folks, um, you know, that'll be coming down the road. If you happen to be listening to this and you work with a brand who might be interested in uh, supporting some of these scholarship efforts, then definitely reach out. Um, as we get these rolling, we'll, we'll be looking for some of the other outdoor brands that we really respect, admire, and appreciate to uh, step up and help some of the folks tell their stories. Yeah. And for clarity's sake, uh, this is a scholarship in the sense of some maybe somebody has an idea for a podcast and they want to make right. it, but they don't have the resources, connections, or wherewithal to do it. Um, and that's mm-hmm. another thing that I don't know if we've said about this group that I think is really powerful, but everyone brings a wide variety of experience. You know, like, I mean, Emily has a whole whole lot of experience with consulting and helping whole 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 lot, whole lot. Jeez, yeah like dang, just, that's a lot of experience but you do though <laughs> you have a lot of experience working with different podcasts and and uh helping them not just get started but like stay sustainable um chris obviously has like a whole whole lot of experience <laughs> you know navigating the outdoor industry and connecting with people and you know building building businesses frankly and also just marketing himself and then i don't know what i have a lot of experience in i think <laughs> i watched a lot of i watched a lot of x men i have a lot of experience with x men a whole lot of, a lot of experience um, with the manga is that yeah manga yeah. that's correct um but uh <laughs> but no i think like what what i would say like my experiences with obviously music and audio editing and how to make something sound good um, so it's really easy for me to, and I have done this for collective members, show somebody how to make very small edit changes or how to do very little audio engineering tricks that don't take a lot of like time or knowledge, but will instantly make your podcast sound a hundred times better. Um, and yeah, I just think that's so important. That's like one of the things that I think is really special about the outdoors 
um, and this community is the passing down of knowledge and just having all these people together that have all this knowledge is just going to instantly catapult any idea or person like forward, you know? All right, I'm going to hit stop now or Devin's just going to keep talking. And <laughs> I, <this> part- <laughs> dang, y'all really, <laughs> did, oh, am I really no. talking that much? You're the best. <laughs> You're on one today, so we have, I love to, it. we have to show up in the same way. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, you two, and to everybody listening, thanks for being here, and uh, let's get this thing going. Heck yeah. Yeah, do not hear